He puts the chocolate in the layers. <laughs> Someday I'm gonna live. He puts the rain and brain freeze. And when your skinhead neighbor goes missing, I'll plant a garden in the yard. Then they're gluing roses on a flatbed. You should see it. I mean, thousands. I grew up here till it all went up in flames, except the notches in the door frame. Hi and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. With me as always is my co-host, Thaddeus J. McKee. Hey guys. What? <laughs> <laughs> that that's 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 the response I wanted. When it gets disappointing that I don't say it, yeah. I've won. Yeah, you came in with uh Eeyore energy. Slap it back away. There it is. Hey! On the ones, the twos, the wheels of steels, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, the last white dragon, and the runner-up to the meat cake challenge, Zach Roan, everybody. Hey there. And a very special guest with us in studio, uh, owner and operator of Circles Ice Cream in Indianapolis, Wes Dubois. Hey, thanks for having me. I have a question. Yes. Is it is it always been Dubois, or was it Dubois at one time? Did they get changed <laughs> to Ellis Island? You know... I feel like my parents probably don't even pronounce it right, so we don't really know. We're, we're you know, we're from Indiana. Mm. All right, we're not from Indiana, but you know, where is the, where is that name from? What kind of background so? Is that? I tried to ask my dad this, and I feel like he doesn't quite know. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I think German, but okay. it's a real European mix bag. Yeah, there's do boys, do boy. It could have been changed. Mm. I don't, I'm not sure. It's very because like when I. I've said your name a couple of times to people about coming on the podcast, and they're like, "Was that really his last name?" <laughs> I like, thought you were a rapper. Or something. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> that has happened many times. I so I used to do music production, and people would be like, "What's your studio called?" On Westy Boy Recording, and they're like, "Like I thought I was saying like West Boy." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it's my name. <laughs> no, but that's when you just roll with it. That's like <laughs> yeah, but I <laughs> destiny. But I was just doing like indie rock. <laughs> so, People come in expect to see like Suge Knight or something. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm here to see W. Where's D Boy at? <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the program. Uh, I've said this off air, but you uh, are somebody that I've been trying to get on the program since I started this program. Uh, because you make, and this is no joke, this is not an ad. Uh, haven't been paid, but you make my favorite ice cream. You make the best ice cream in Indianapolis. Dang, thank you. Um, and I have known you since right, or I, I think since inception of the business, or when you were still testing. Yeah, very close. I think I met you at the Hotel Tango Bar, and I didn't realize like you were making me a drink, and then you were like, "Hey, I'm this person who we actually talked on Instagram," and I was like, "Oh," <laughs> <laughs> because you you wanted me to come out to an open mic. And do ice cream, yeah, uh, but, and I didn't realize you also worked at Hotel Tango. So yeah, we used to have a, an ice cream themed open mic, and we would buy uh, everyone ice cream every week um, to bribe people to come. That's a good idea, and we would, you know, it gets expensive, so we would just get <laughs> the shittiest ice cream sandwiches or whatever, you know, as far as we could stretch a dollar. And I was like, hey, how about instead of doing that every every week? And then also it was like a thing where the day of is like ah. Who's going to go buy the ice cream, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
So it's like, how about instead of shitty ice cream every week, we rotate in and get some good local ice cream and we do it like once a month. Yeah. And that worked out very well. And then people, it really blew people's minds when they come in <laughs> and then they get like a free ice cream party. Yeah, everyone loves ice cream, so. Um, but um, <laughs> Circles Ice Cream. So take me back to the inception. What were you doing? How did how did you get this idea for ice cream? Because you were in a completely different field. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day. I mean, I could probably talk forever about random occurrences, but it was kind of on accident. And I think my memory was it was like one in the morning and I was looking on like Amazon for ice cream, like cookbooks just for the hell of it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I'll make some ice cream. I like to eat ice cream. <laughs> and I found there was a Jenny's ice cream cookbook for some reason that was two dollars on Kindle. So I just immediately bought it and started reading it. <laughs> and then like probably like the next weekend, I started making ice cream just for fun of it. And then kind of has spiraled since then. Now, were you a big cook before then? I mean, it's funny. I don't really cook anymore because I'm just making ice cream. <laughs> I, I like to eat and cook at home, but not like I would not ever call myself a chef even now. Um, but food's always been important. Like my mom would always cook pretty much everything from scratch. Like she would make bread and she mm. even, she bought like a grain mill, like like a little, like, I don't know the brand, but like a Cuisinart little thing where you would like turn like spelt into grain and then make flour. Oh, like a mill? Yeah. She would cook um, a food from the old country, but she didn't know what the old country was, <laughs> yeah. so she would just mix them all together. Well, she's on. She's not the D boy side. She's oh. her last name was Wong, um, and uh, so like I think we have some Chinese like heritage um, because her grandpa was, came over from Hawaii. Oh, okay, okay. Cool. yeah. So you you said that it came from. <laughs> I was like, wait, are you Asian? <laughs> Did everyone else know this but me? <laughs> it's very diluted, I think. <laughs> Was that going to change the interview? <laughs> Wait a second. It was going to bring it to a screeching halt. I, is what it was going to do. I'm, I'm, I'm very white. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wanted an Asian chef in here. Specifically said. So I, I love when people start things as like a random occurrence, kind of like a universe thing mm-hmm. that happens, and you can follow that. Was there something that happened before, like something like a breakup or or like that you were just scrolling through? Looking at that, like, you out of, was it out of boredom or were you sad eating ice cream? Is that <laughs> why you needed these recipes? Like you bought a book about ice yeah. cream, which yeah, yeah. I've never heard of. Some people just get a pint. <laughs> yeah, some people get a pint. I so, just want it unlimited. So, <laughs> yeah, man. most white people don't read about ice cream; they just get it. So I would literally drive when I first found Jenny's ice cream. Actually, we were—I remember we were at Kroger. My wife was like, "This ice cream costs ten dollars, like in the case," and I was mm. like. Oh, I'm buying that. <laughs> and it was Jenny's ice cream. It was the first time I ever had her ice cream. And it was a brown butter almond riddle. And I tasted it. And I was like, whoa, this doesn't taste like anything else I've had. So like from that point forward, I, I was interested in trying different ice creams. So I'd drive around town seeing if any other places had Jenny's. Um, and then it kind of turned into a point of kind of got bored with that. And I was like, I want some of her like seasonal flavors or just other companies. Mm. And shipping ice cream is very expensive unless you are a very large company. So, you know, you spend like a hundred bucks to get like four pints shipped to you. So um, I was just like, oh, maybe I'll play around. I didn't think I'd ever be good at it, but I was just like, maybe I'll play around with making a flavor that I don't want to spend a hundred dollars on or can't spend a hundred dollars on. Yeah. So that's kind of 
So you really chased the meat or the the dragon all the way to owning your own ice cream? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is business. Yeah. I, well, I feel like you did what every white guy in his thirties does, but they they all make beer, and you went ice cream yeah, instead. Because I don't really uh, I don't really drink beer, but ironically, at the same time, maybe I was looking for a hobby. Um, I almost bought like some stuff to start making cocktails just for the fun of it, mm, and no. instead I bought an ice cream maker. Gotcha. And so it'd be interesting, you know. If I had never bought that ice cream maker. Well, I think we would be worse off for it because <laughs> uh, there's plenty of good cocktails around here, but there's not. I, I do. I do have a similar thing of ice cream, though. When I was a kid, I remember mm-hmm. my family always just got the whatever the cheap, you know, brick of yeah. ice cream that oh, you yeah. would get in the in. the Yeah. And it was always pretty flavorless. And I remember one time the Schwann's ice cream truck came around and they gave they were giving out free samples. Nice. And we got a pint of whatever there. And it was just the first time I had a different kind of ice cream that wasn't just the the brick ice cream from, yeah. from the store. Mm-hmm. And I was it, it was mind-blowing as a kid. I remember just being like, and I don't yeah. even think if I had it now, I would think it was good. Yeah. But I remember as, a kid, as being a kid, just being like, I didn't know ice cream could taste this good. <laughs> like, this is great. You're yeah. getting free ice cream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, free, yeah. Also, it's about to go bad. That's why they're like, we gotta get rid of this. Let's go down to this neighborhood. That, that truck always gives out. They give you like a free thing to get you a hook. Oh, I for think. real? Yeah. Oh, um, not always free ice cream, but because my my wife loves signing up for like surveys and getting free stuff. So at some point, I think she did the same thing. Mm, I get it now. Like the government like floods the black communities with crack. <laughs> <laughs> the Swan man is like, like, would you like some ice cream? <laughs> yeah, let's get them hooked. But it is sugar. Yeah. The CIA's CIA's behind Swan. Yeah, how come? I don't know if this is me, but like I remember as a kid when in the summertime when just the regular ice cream truck came out, Uh and I mean it was the ice cream wasn't good. It was always just like popsicles and Mm. stuff. Typically, maybe get like a, a nutty buddy or something. But I remember it always being like a brand new truck and it was clean and the person looked friendly inside of it. Mm-hmm. Every uh, ice cream truck I've seen as an adult is horrifying. It's always just like somebody looks like they just got out of prison. <laughs> the truck looks like it barely works. They never have whatever's on the side of it. Cause yeah. it's been like flipped hands five times. There's always like a little bit of blood dripping out of the bottom <laughs> oh, of it. Like, like God. every time I've seen what? it, blood. <laughs> All right, maybe I went too far with that, but every time I see That's a, an ice cream truck sure. now, it's it's horrifying. Yeah. Like, you think it's because it's just the same yeah. ice cream trucks? Yeah, from back when you were a kid. Yeah, yeah, but they like, just have never been retired. But these don't seem like your typical business people that are driving them. It seems it's, like it's probably because it's so seasonal. Like you know, it's on, like so it's always part time people, whoever they can get that year. But that's a nice way of saying it. These are some part-time people, right? <laughs> They're people part of the time. <laughs> part-time people. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> they might be reptiles the rest. I don't know, I don't know what they're doing. Wait, this, is, this is blood or strawberry juice. Yeah. All right. So you, you, uh, you're having a hankering for this ice cream. You, yeah. you tried some good stuff. You, you looked up some recipes. You start making it at home. Yeah. And, and, uh, and are you are you just making it at home and being like, yeah, this is this is, this, <laughs> this is the best ice cream I've ever had? I, or did it take like giving it to other I, people before you realized you were onto something? Yeah, like I didn't think it I would be good at it. And actually, I you know I made several batches that did not turn out right. I like I tried to to buy like expensive ingredients and make like the best vanilla, and then like it 
was like rock hard and i was like oh i just wasted twenty dollars on this experiment um but yeah i so i actually had i kept trying to get like my friends to try jenny because i wanted them to like have the experience i had Mm. and and they wouldn't buy it because it was like ten dollars and i was like come on you just got to try it um so i had i invited them over and i made some ice cream and they wigged out and we actually like named the business. Cause sometimes when you just, I don't know if you hang out with your friends, you create fake businesses, you, sure. get, you know, anything. Uh, um, so we named it, my friend like sketched up the little logo, like the very next day. So like, it was like, it wasn't a business, but it was like, it kind of was in that moment. And it was it circles or was it? It was, yeah, it was circles. I thought you were gonna hit me with some like goofy name before. No, it was no, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure different names were thrown out, but that was like the um, the one. D boys that- frozen custard, <laughs> son. Yeah, try to make it as complicated. And <laughs> uh, yeah, so then I just started posting like photos of the flavors on Instagram just for the fun of it, and people started asking me if I was opening an ice cream shop or. Uh, or whatever, and I was like, no, but... Did you get run afoul of it? Because I feel like I know a lot of people like this when they kind of start mm-hmm. playing around with stuff in the home kitchen, and yeah. then people are like, oh, this is really good, and then maybe you sell a couple, and then there's always like a snitch. <laughs> and it's like anytime someone sees you do well, then they're like, "Yeah, I don't think he's got a license to be selling that ice cream. Uh, fortunately, no. so... I did start selling it because people started asking buying it, but it was just to my friends. Mm-hmm. Like I never posted like on an official like yeah. circles thing. It was just like friends, family band. Like so, I, I was recording bands at the time, so bands would buy it, um, and they would tell their friends. Um, and then we, at that point, we said, "Hey, let's let's make this official. Let's get a, a license." Um, and uh, so once we got a license, then we started selling to to non friends. Can I go back with circles? They're all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Part-time friends. <laughs> Part-time people. The circles have a, a double entendre with like Circle City. Yeah, that was I think that was that was part of the thing and, and Circle City ice cream sometimes is what we get called. Yeah. Um and that was a name on the list but we didn't we was like there's too many Circle City this, Circle City that. So we just thought I like I like to edit things as much as possible down to kind of like their core mm. and and my wife was like we should just call it circles. So she's she's gonna be. It was ha- like right happy after that you I watch. gave her credit. <laughs> I love that. It's like right after you watch the Facebook. Like yeah. wait, the Facebook? Yeah. Drop yeah. the the. Yeah, you don't need the the. Well, that would also help you if you if you expand it out from here. Then it doesn't. Exactly. It doesn't have a name that's. Tied yeah, it's to, like it's tied to indie, but it's not limited to that. Not no. I, who knows if it will ever be any bigger than that. But yeah. Plus, there's Circle City everything. So it's like if you're looking in the phone book, I, mean, yeah. I guess no one has a phone book anymore, but if you're yeah. like Google searching it or something, you don't have to flip through a bunch. Yeah. It's clean. I like it. Yeah. And it's also it it's also the shape of the top of the container. Yeah. it's, just, it's <laughs> I mean, that was the other thing. Like cir- ice cream scoops are circles. Yeah. Like, so it's mm-hmm. yeah, whatever you want it to be. <laughs> what was when you were starting off and you were, uh, again, this ice cream is amazing, but uh, would you? Would My you worst res- flavor. Yeah. Well, I like to know the. Uh, so uh, the two. Yeah. Th- here's the two things I want to know, and you can give them to me in any order. Yeah. What were the two things that you put together? Okay. That were maybe not a home run that you were just trying out. Yeah. Uh, what was the two? Like the two or whatever necessarily whatever flavor just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And what two flavors did you put together that you weren't surprised? You weren't sure about, but ended up being a hit. Um, okay. So I tried to recreate the brown 
brown butter almond brittle that I had first tried and that did not work out. <laughs> but that was like the second ice cream I tried to make. Yeah. Which you don't 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 try to make a brittle and a brown butter ice cream like like the fat like separated it was a mess. You're going pretty pretty hard on your second ice cream uh, too. I, right? Well, it didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, probably if I failed a couple more times, I probably would have just stopped and like uh, clearly this isn't uh, I'm not going to work out. And I think I said that. I was like this is not going to be. Um but yeah, something that surprised me um so this one didn't do super well but we did like a thai peanut one that was like a slightly spicy like peanut butter coconut sort of ice cream that was was actually quite good but i think people were afraid of it Mm. um spicy cream but i I think i'll bring that back at some point or at least some variation of it yeah thanks did you did you put the uh, new orleans drop on Nice. <laughs> no, you can let it play. That was fun. Right. We're gonna. I was. I wanted to talk about um, what we ate today. Now, normally yeah. I ask you to guess the theme. You, you told me, and yeah. unfortunately, <laughs> if you can't guess it, I don't know if I want to continue with the with the interview. Like rice? I don't know. Rice. <laughs> uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras, and by a. a, a I don't know a, quink, a coincidence, a quinky dink. You are going yes. to New Orleans, yeah, for uh, the first week. time. So it'll be cool. So I, you've prepped me, you've taught me about some things, and uh, you know about the the King Baby now. Yeah, <laughs> the king, I don't know much about it. I think I heard a false <laughs> the or black origin baby, yeah. story. <laughs> Saw your first black King Baby. <laughs> Actually, your first King Baby was the black King Baby. I mean, I'm sure I've heard, I've seen one, but yeah, clearly I didn't know what it was. Um. So, yeah, I've always seen that was also like a, a new, like almost like an anime version. I've never seen like that's not the traditional King Baby. I mean, I don't I'm not going to go on record saying that. I was going to say shape wise. <laughs> I'm not talking about. OK, sure. Skin color. Whichever way. <laughs> I've only ever seen little pink shape, shape like uh, King Babies. Sure. In a very specific shape. And you brought over ones that they're kind of laying down and they have big heads. Well, actually, they were from the um, like. The, the baby cake section of the uh, Michaels. So they weren't from the Mardi Gras section. Oh, so this is not a, even a king cake baby. Oh. You just got a random baby and put yeah. it on a king cake. Does oh. it have to be a special kind of baby? Yes. So yeah. you're saying the babies I brought don't count as king babies. I mean, they do now. I think they're kings. You you, <laughs> you made it. <laughs> they are now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, well, I, you know. I, I thought that somebody had reinvented the king cake baby. And you just went to the aware. wrong section and bought. Well, no, because yeah. I, mean, I you can put a cabbage patch kid on a, a pastry, and it's not going to be a king cake baby. But there was no uh, Mardi Gras section of anything. <laughs> okay, where'd you get the beads looked. from? Did you just have those already it, it, in your collection? It, it, he won. Actually, I got there's a party <laughs> city, but they didn't have any babies there. They didn't have any babies at Party City. Oh. No babies at Party City. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> at least not cake babies. So. <laughs> Uh, so we'll go through real quick. Uh, yeah. My uh, my problem is if I if if I was left to my own devices, I would make New Orleans food every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's my favorite stuff. Um, but we'll, we we started off with uh, some hush puppies. Yeah, uh, and Zach really helped uh, uh, fry those up for me. <laughs> did a hell of a job. Yeah, I did. Yeah. They looked fantastic. <laughs> they were wonderful. Uh no, we just did some hush puppies with the with the Remy, uh, and then is that a remoulade or a tartar sauce? It was remoulade. 
And what's the difference? Uh, green, apparently, according to Zach. There wasn't enough green in it. Okay. Well, I didn't see any like red in it. I always thought the remoulades were kind of red. It can be different colors. Can it? Like a king baby. Like a king baby? <laughs> <laughs> Don't box him in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, you got to have that one ready. You got to have that. Uh, I had to have that one. Um, my, my question, too, though, with Hush Puppies, because um, I'll go on record saying that Hush Puppies probably is the worst food on the planet. Dang. Okay. <laughs> The, the podcast because, is over now. No, no, I'm just like, I, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm it's, a, it's a funny way of saying you're moving out. <laughs> I'm, I'm believing. No, I don't think you're joking. I think you saw how poorly it landed, but I think you were serious. All right, but go on. I'll be even more honest. Yeah, you don't, I don't like, like you don't, you don't like hush yeah. No, it's, it's the worst food on the planet because like it, it tricks you. Yeah. It tricks you because you think, oh, like what's what's inside? You think it's a donut. Like, yeah. You think it's a donut. There might be something sweet and sugary, yeah. and you get all excited, and you, you bite in, and, it, and it's more bread. Was there not <laughs> enough sugar at, at lunch for you? <laughs> there Between a lot the king cakes and the cookies and the ice cream and the no, we literally had an ice cream flight at the end. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There's plenty of sugar. Okay. <laughs> He's needed lunch to be sugar too. Yes. No, but 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 my question is like, is what do you put in like the bread? Is there something that you put in the breading to make it a hush puppy? Well, there was a lot less moisture in it before I got to it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it basically it's basically like a fried like cornbread. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, do you hate cornbread? No, I love cornbread. Why do you oh. hate? Well, so is it the, the expectation of the hush puppy? I think I just never understood. You think it should be like a he, donut? He wants it to not? be a donut hole. Gotcha. But, well, no, not necessarily. Mushrooms, um, cheese. You can put anything in, in fried. It needs to be stuffed, though. You, it needs to not just be dough. Yeah, it I, needs to be. There needs to be. Dad, you know what I almost did that you would really not like? I was going to make. I was going to put those in a pita and put the sauce in and make it like a falafel. But then I was just Wait, like, the sauce would have came out of it? It was going to have a sauce in it, but it was going to be inside of a pita. So it would have been bread stuffed inside of more bread. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's what we do here in Indiana. Yeah. Starch? Starch. <laughs> I was like, I've gone too far. I've gone, it's, it's too bready. Uh, it, okay. It's, you know, but, they're, but not, they're not all winners. Can we talk about cornbread, though? Because some is sweet and some is not. And I feel like some hush puppies are sweet and some are not. What, yeah. what do you prefer? Well, I possibly sweet. Now, these okay. hush puppies, I actually enjoyed because of the sauce I could dip into yeah. it. I oh, think, you buried the lead on that uh, one. The sauce was good. Yeah, I think as a whole, <laughs> general, if if everybody had to pick, what's like the food that we shouldn't have anymore? <laughs> hush puppies? Is hush right? puppies would be, everybody in the United States would agree. I, I don't in know the if world. that's true. I did, I, as a child, when I was a small child, I did not like hush puppies. See? Because... Yeah, like they looked good from the outside, and then you bite them in, and it's like, what is this? But I've also, I feel like they used to be real dry. Like I've had some yeah. some ones that were mm-hmm. real dry, real nasty too. Old. I think my first one <laughs> oh. was like long, long John Silver's. Like yeah. the first one yeah. was like at a fast yeah. food. I'm like, hey, that looks great because hush puppies is fun as a kid. Like, oh puppies, and then <laughs> yeah, eating puppies was always fun as a child. I, I, I can't right. hit, the, hit the bomb button on that <laughs> one. <laughs> Oh, hey. Welcome back to our comedy podcast. Where comedy goes to die. Um, And then uh, just a nice little little crab cake. Uh, You know, the real thing is just um, using that high quality lump crab meat, you know. Like, I I always, 
in the store. I just never understood fake crab meat. I've never, I don't even know if I've honestly ever eaten it, but it's always grossed me out. Fake crab meat is one of my guilty pleasures. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, I I have no idea. You're right. It's, it's like a bottom feeder fish. Well, yeah, it's some (laughs) sort of other fish that they dye and press into a shape. Sounds Uh, good. (laughs) There's this, this dish you can get at some of the, like the, uh, buffets where it's like that with cheese melted over. And it's disgusting, but it's, was uh, that like something you ate as a kid and just would still eat today? But Anytime. I mean, did you you like it because you ate it as a kid or something? I don't know why. Yeah, I, it wasn't like we had it in our house very often. But but yeah, I I I, uh, I, I love it, and I know it's trashy. Um, I I've always I'm not a huge seafood person, but I like crab. I love lobster. I love all the weird sea sea bugs, whatever they are. Uh, we'll go ahead and hit it again. <laughs> <laughs> what about crayfish? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, mud bugs. Yeah, they're just like little river lobsters, little little guys. I don't like it. I, I gotta be honest. River lobster seems like a slur. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> couple of real river lobsters over here. If you know what I'm saying? I feel uncomfortable. Kind of feels like a band too. Yeah, though. yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I with the river lobsters. I saw them in Deer Creek. Um, no, I I love uh, I love when you get the the crawfish meat just like in bulk. I hate like I love like a seafood boil. I always like the idea of a seafood boil, and then when I have to actually like suck their heads out, yeah, crack open like twenty five crawfish. I'm like, this is awful. Like, what? <laughs> this, uh, I mean, it doesn't it tastes so good, but it's like you just get such so much effort for a little bit of meat there. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I did my two favorite things when we're making the the etouffee. Um, I haven't made so an etouffee good. in a while, and then so good. the red beans and rice. Yeah, and uh, Zach made an amazing dirty rice mm-hmm. uh, with the sausage and liver, and um, and then a, a full ass king cake, a full on king cake. Yep, yep. I was very happy with the king cake with multiracial babies. <laughs> with multiracial babies, <laughs> the king cake was really good. Um, but I do want to say the dirty rice brought me back to Haiti for a second. That's the flavor of of, of Haiti. Oh, fantastic! Mm, it was so good. Nice job. It was tasty. Yeah, I think I think the dirty rice that dish was one of my favorites. Yeah. This hit, is the hit, in, hit this, the bomb. This is the end of the interview. <laughs> 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 I was I was waiting for oh, Zach to goodness. take credit for it. I'd be like, oh, that made that. Well, I did make the dirty rice. Yeah, yeah that I was, was just surprised. That combo. Surprise. What were you surprised the, about? That it was good. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it looks sure wasn't hush puppy. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look as appealing as, but it tastes really good. right. That's what I'm saying. And I like food that like where you're like, this is gonna be shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then you put it in your mouth and you're like, wait a second, so this is shit. It's, it's like a reverse. It's a reverse hush puppy. It's a reverse hush puppy. This is the shit. That's what I'm saying. Yes. When it turns from shit to the shit, reverse hush puppy. So he baby. thinks the hush puppy's gonna taste good. It doesn't. It never does. Dirty rice looks a little. Not sure. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Do you have uh, a New Orleans plan? What is your plan for New Orleans? Oh, it's based. We're going with like an aunt and uncle that are that are awesome, and we're just doing whatever they want to do because they've okay. been there a lot. So they're gonna they're gonna I show. Think, you I think we're doing like a. Oh, we went going to some cemeteries. Going to like nice. 
jazz club or whatever, going to uh, a shrimp boil or or is it is that what it's called? Uh, seafood boil seafood usually. Boil. Yeah, just in a backyard. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you complain about the crawfish. Be like, where's the meat? This yeah. is so hard to eat. Yeah, uh, I got a couple of suggestions for you. Definitely check out Cochon. Okay, it's like. Um, it's like kind of like a high end uh, butcher's slash restaurant. It's like if uh, it's like if Goose the Market had a, like a nice restaurant kind of attached to it. Okay, uh, Cochon the Butcher, uh, and then Blue Oak Barbecue is one of my favorite. Mm. These guys started off as like a little barbecue inside a dive bar, and now they have a, a full restaurant. Like I, I, I've gone down like three or four times, and every time I go down, they've like cool. grown and gotten bigger and bigger, and they're they're awesome. I'd also suggest going on a on a fan boat to see alligators, but I think they're still hibernating right now. Oh yeah. I've seen, so my parents live in Florida, so I've seen plenty of alligators. Oh, okay. I think we're supposed to go on a steamboat. Is that the same as a fan boat? No, a fan boat is like, is like the one with the giant fan yeah. on the back of it. Okay. Maybe, they take you out on maybe the, that's what we're actually going on. They take you out on the swamps. I, I'm just kind of going and not planning. So, but I'm going to mention these restaurants and hopefully we can work them in. Yeah. Those, those two are dope. I also have a, a list of other backups if you <laughs> like to take I'll up. just I'll text you where I'm at when whenever I'm people go to New Orleans I'm obnoxious I'm like you gotta go here you gotta go here <laughs> like I don't know if your family is drinkers or not but like every most people always there. have like like the obligatory bourbon street and yeah. it's like bourbon street is like you have to do it yeah it's not ever as much fun as you think it's gonna because it's just like it's always busy it's always yeah. equally as busy except for like four times a year it's too busy gotcha uh but it's like you'll go there and you'll be like it's a tuesday night in the middle of august and it's like a parade and a party and you're like what is going like you forget that it's like an international destination for debauchery <laughs> uh, but it's just like a bunch of it's just like a bunch of bars that you just go in and you're just like all right yeah like i've gotten drunk before on the street <laughs> like I, I i get it let's do this again <laughs> one of my favorite things to do is there's a uh there's a bar rescue episode uh, about a, a bar on Bourbon Street, and they uh, they keep talking about how shitty. I forget the name of it, but you can look it up. They talk about how shitty the gumbo is at this place. Like the you know tapper, whoever it is comes. I can't remember if it's Bar Rescue or his Kitchen Nightmares, but uh, they come in. I think it's Bar Rescue because they come in and he just keeps shitting on the gumbo. He's like, "What? You're in New Orleans on Bourbon Street. You're serving this to people," and uh, so they completely. Redo the bar, give it a you know a facelift, and they make some better gumbo, and it comes oh it's so much better. And then when I, when I went down there, uh, I realized that they didn't fix up the bar; they just bought a new bar. Oh, and so you can actually go into the old bar, still serving the shitty gumbo, <laughs> and you could literally go in and watch the before and the after bars. That's weird. I had the gumbo at both; one was awful, and one was <laughs> delicious. And I'm like, I don't understand why that place why is still in business. Open. Honestly, yeah. that's brilliant, though, because I've been into a number of places that have had something like that: either diners, drive-ins, and dives, or yeah. a kitchen makeover or something. And you know, they have it's the same thing; it's the new version. They have on repeat that episode playing on the TV, but to go and see. The shitty thing that it used to be, that's brilliant. You know what the craziest part was? It wasn't the old place. It's the new place. Plays the episode, like you said, on repeat. And literally, you go in, and the manager's just getting his ass ripped up and handed to him. And that guy was still working there. So, like, literally every day at work, just on a loop, is this guy getting reamed at on TV just for eight hours a day. And every time he walks out, be like, wait, is that you getting yelled at? Yeah, yeah, that's me. Again, getting yelled at. 
Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more Wes from Circles Ice Cream. (laughs) Welcome back to the Heart of Brunch podcast. Uh, we're here talking with Wes the boy, uh, who's going to New Orleans. Yeah, is that where we left off? Uh, yeah. Real quick, can you tell the name of that song? I was really feeling that uh, Valentine. Valentine by Snail Mail. And uh, Heart of Brunch listeners, if you want to go follow us on uh, Apple Music or Spotify, we like to post our songs that we play uh, from the artist. Have you been keeping that up? I have not. <laughs> so there's one song on there right now. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. That was really quick. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to come out. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Is there, uh, is there anything specific that you're looking forward to? During, in the, New Orleans is my favorite city. Probably just eating and drinking, and um, it's a good place to do that. Yeah, that's those, do both. Are, those are some things. There. Are you? How do you feel about um, the supernatural? Um, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> I don't. No, no I, I don't. I don't know that I do or don't. I, I don't really have thoughts. I feel like there are wrong answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, answers I haven't. I haven't seen a ghost, so <laughs> if I see one, then I will believe in it. Yeah. Do you? Do you practice voodoo? Uh, <laughs> only on weekends. Okay. <laughs> there is a lot of the the voodoo shops where you're not allowed to take photos of anything. Mm. Uh, like that's it's a little. Oh my god! Oh, I gotta go in here. Why am I yeah. not allowed to take photos? But then I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there's definitely uh, there's definitely like a like they do their own things down there. There's definitely some stuff too where it's like. Yeah. Kind of raise an eyebrow, like, I, is this racist? Like, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of stuff in the that's kind of in their culture still. That's like, mm-hmm. like, kind of like mammy toys and stuff that you'd still like see around at like stores where you're like, I don't think I'd see this back home. <laughs> like, or uh, I think it definitely doesn't translate back home. Like, if you buy something and then put it on your shelves, yeah, here, yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> you got a lot do a lot of explaining. Yeah, to, I wouldn't put it on Instagram if you did. Be like that. That's from that's from the old country. <laughs> no, uh, but New Orleans, New Orleans is great. Um, I, I thought the alligators was really going to impress you, but you, you said you grew, up, you grew up with some alligators. Well, I've seen, my parents live in Florida, so yeah. they're always showing us alligators when we come. So, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen the alligators. I don't want to see the alligators no more, Grandpa. Show me, I haven't, show me something I haven't seen. I, li- I literally went a ghost. To, to a boat tour when they were hibernating, and like was so disappointed. I did a like a whole day tour, didn't yeah. see one, and the next time we went back. <laughs> In the summertime, and then they yeah. were just like jumping, almost jumping on the boat. And I was just like, "Oh, wow, that was crazy!" Yeah. Apparently, they love to eat marshmallows. I did not know that. What? Uh, yeah, they feed them like like treats, and they'll, they'll come up to eat the marshmallows that they feed them. And it's like all the guides are missing like body parts, you know? <laughs> They're like, "Should we be worried?" They're like, "Oh no, this is just a baby." That's a terrible <laughs> accent. 
That's, that's, say, that sounded a little racist to that's, me. That's, 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 that's my Cajun accent. Um, Regionalist. Regionalist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's reset. Let's get back to the ice cream timeline here. Sure. So uh, <laughs> when, we, when last we left off, you were sketching. Uh, you were having your friends sketch up a logo for yeah for Circles Ice Cream. And uh, where where do you go from there? So that actually probably was key to like how we got started. Is one, he made a logo for us, so it kind of felt like we had a real business. Um, but two, he lives like in my hometown, which is Kokomo, about an hour from here. And to like as a thank you for drawing it, I was like, I'm going to bring you ice cream from from Indy. Um, so I post on Facebook, "Hey, I'm coming to Kokomo. If anyone else wants ice cream, let me know." And I ended up selling like. 25 pints or something. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, people want this ice cream. And so basically from that point forward, every weekend I posted on Facebook and said I was delivering ice cream and the flavors I had and then kept delivering ice cream. Now, what was the, what were the, like, I don't want to say stumbling blocks, but what were the, yeah. what were the, the unknowns that you hadn't even thought about at the beginning? Yeah. I mean, you had to figure out, I'm assuming transportation is going to be a huge one. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, there's just constantly, I still don't know what I'm doing, but (laughs) I know more than I knew then. Right. Yeah. yeah, Uh, So dry ice was great for traveling around. Uh, Eventually we ended up buying some like freezers that you can plug into your car. So Mm. that was uh, a lot better because sometimes you'd get to the store on the delivery day and they wouldn't have dry ice and you'd have to go to another store. (laughs) Um, we uh yeah so like that just figuring out like the health department stuff um you know things you can and can't do um um but uh yeah now we're just trying to figure out kind of what's next make it easier for people to get the ice cream just and then always working on new flavors collab flavors mm-hmm. um i like there's so much good stuff here it's cool to like figure out how to put something that you're doing into the ice cream. And, and then all of a sudden, even if it's like, so we have a, we have a coffee ice cream with a coffee cake streusel and, and we'll use like a rotating, like single origin from Tinker coffee, mm. which is like anyone can make coffee ice cream, but yeah. like it's cool when like someone else made a product here that only exists here. And of course you can ship it, but things like that. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed your uh, Lego ice cream that you made. There <laughs> Lego. Yeah. We had some Legos in it. <laughs> Wait. <God. laughs> no, oh, that was, it. that was, that was, <laughs> this is a comedy podcast. Go go ahead and hit the shame button for me. I will actually take that as a compliment that he thinks we may have made made a Lego ice cream. Yeah, I mean it's yeah because Uh, because I was thinking oh man like the Legos like like the food was shaped like Legos and they were sugary but you could yeah you could make some like candy Legos and put it in ice cream. Okay, yeah, now we're making sense. No, this was broken shards of Legos. So, so, not even whole ones. <laughs> so, I like to do just stuff like uh, sometimes I'll think of something, sometimes someone will come to me with something. Yeah, you did some amazing collaborations with the uh, Hotel Tango. Yeah, a lot of fun there. Bourbon apple pie. Um, the So, it's a, like a bourbon graham cracker ice cream with spiced apple jam and graham cracker crust. <laughs> um, we're actually about to do another one. It's a lemon. So, it's a lemon ring pie and it has their limoncello in it. Uh, lemon ice cream. It's a marshmallow fluff and also a graham cracker crust Gosh. on that one. But then we started like we haven't done many, but uh, so like last year, 
a photographer by the name of Michael Durr uh, went to Antarctica and he was like, it'd be cool to make an iceberg ice cream. And I was like, yeah, it would. And I'm like, what the heck would it be though? So (laughs) um, ended up being a, like a blue sea salt ice cream, which it turns out there isn't salt in uh, glaciers. Uh, (laughs) Like it's, (laughs) but anyway, it was a good idea. Uh, (laughs) And then I had uh, like white chocolate snow banks and, Vanilla wafer, like glaciers, inspired kind of, by a yeah, glacier. Yeah. But I, I know you don't do this, but are there any like weed ice creams? <laughs> I I don't know. I, I'm sure there are in or will be. You know, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it's legal. Um, um, but yeah, I, I can see easily like a bakery who doing a weed. Yeah, like collabing with an ice cream place or. There you have it, guys. Like a Snoop Martha. <laughs> this is a gotcha podcast. <laughs> I, 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 like a Snoop Snoo Martha, like weed, yeah, like crossover. A, that'd be that'd be interesting for a lot of people. I was here because I feel like problem. they do a lot of crossovers anyway. Yeah, yes. I think the only problem is like once it starts melting, and you're like, oh, yeah. wait, I think I had too much weed, and you start melting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the walls start melting. But, but we try. So we try. Generally, I try not to put things in the ice cream that don't add like flavor. So so. I don't like know. I don't know where we stand with that, but you like know, Legos, I, I, yeah, Legos. <laughs> but, but, they had a crunch, but sometimes though. it's necessary, you know, like uh, to create like the vibe, like the blue. Um, you use like butterfly uh, pea powder or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, and then it looks like you know seawater or whatever. Uh, I was re- I wasn't sure where you were going with that glacier story, and I, yeah. at first I thought you were going to say that a guy. Carried a pint of your ice cream yeah. to Antarctica. Yes. And and gave it to a penguin. And then I, and then, and I then thought I you were going to say he brought back the glacier yeah. to put in your yeah, ice cream. And I'm like, hope he boiled that glacier. That's a plague in there. Put a dirty glacier uh, ice in there. Unfiltered, yeah. Yeah. What you said made a lot more sense. That was a fun experiment, though, yeah. And then, so I made the first song that played on here was... A song by Phoebe Bridgers called Garden Song, which I've been listening to her. And she, I saw when she, when she booked a tour here, I was like, it'd be cool to make a flavor. Like it was, she was coming here near Halloween. So like if you've ever seen her, she's always wearing like a skeleton like outfit. So, so we made a flavor called Skeleton Garden that was supposed to be like a buried skeleton. So mm. there's a line in that song that's like, uh, when your neighbor disappears, I'll plant a garden kind of indicating that she's <laughs> burying him. Yeah. Uh, so it was, a uh, black chocolate vegan ice cream with um, dirt, which was chocolate cookie dust, uh, white chocolate, um, which was bones. And then uh, it was like a raspberry rose jelly in that one for the, you could say it was blood. You could say it was roses for the garden. Um, But yeah, that was a kind of a fun pet project for me. What is vegan ice cream made out of? I mean, it can be made out of a lot of stuff. We use uh, coconut cream. Because the texture, I feel like, is the best that I've at least worked with. Some people use, like, cashew milk. They're, like, scientists that use, like, like pea protein and, like, mm. just these crazy, you know. Uh, I think you can do oat milk. So, yeah, it's just basically anything that doesn't contain dairy or you know, animal products. Now, are you still a fan of other people's ice creams? Or are, you, or are you ice creamed out? I, yeah, I like, so I feel like my favorite ice creams are always my newest ones because I, mm-hmm. I haven't eaten them as many times. Sure. Um, but yeah, I definitely still, like, I'll order ice cream when I see something come out that looks interesting. Um, I've certainly eaten my fair share of ice cream and, and I, I crave, like, salt. Yeah. Uh, you so, want something savory now. So, yeah, so I'm always, like, snacking on something like that, like, 
Um, but yeah, definitely still love ice cream and, uh, I'm sure I'll get some in uh, new Orleans. So, Oh yeah. I see. I, I think I got to the point with like, I, uh, sweets, pastries, ice cream, uh, where it's like one, I, like I know so many talented people. Like if, if somebody locally, like we, if a friend of the show, Bridget, her hand, peace be upon her meat cake champ. Uh, but if she <laughs> makes like a pastry then I'm, I'm really excited, I'm going to try it. Yeah. But if I, I don't know if I'm at this, like a store-bought, like I'm not interested in eating like a store-bought pastry so much or store-bought ice cream. Yeah. Um, there are a few local ones that I enjoy, but again, yours is my absolute favorite. Thank you. He's he's cooking for me. He's complimenting me. I, I think I'm going to just stay here. Did you, I feel like we, I don't know what happened with that story, but did, did the, the songwriter, did you get the ice cream to her? Did she, did she um, try it? So long story, I guess we'll tell it. Uh, as, simple, <laughs> as simple as possible. Um, so, so I'm just a fan of her music, right? Yeah. I have a friend that's in the music industry as a drum tech, mm. um, and he drum techs for um, like a big indie band. And I was like, "Hey, is there anyone in your camp that knows someone in her camp?" And he was like, "Oh, I actually know her drummer." Oh, so wow. he texted her drummer. Her drummer texted the tour manager. The tour, and then I got her number. So I met COVID protocol. I couldn't like meet them, but like I met uh, at the gate. Gave them like a bucket full of like twenty pints, and they took it back to the tour bus. So, like, she probably ate it. Yeah, I don't have confirmation. People were making her like Gucci like skeleton suits and stuff. So you uh, know, I'm. Actually, someone even made like custom Lego like for their band. Like they what? like they like melded together different Legos to make like a what? a set that looked like her band. Like, oh. <laughs> so I and know. if you put that in ice cream and gave it to her, she would for she, sure remember. She would you. remember me. Yeah. <laughs> did did they did they put anything on the gram like no, just enjoy no. this tour bus ice cream? <laughs> was it an ice cream o band? <laughs> it was not a cream o band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's just a fun thing to do, and it worked with the timing for uh, like a Halloween type of flavor. Mm. So, like, if you don't know the artist, it still makes sense. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Um, what, what, uh, what, what do you have coming up that you're more excited about? Gosh, well, I'm vacation I mean, you for to, a minute. Well, I mean, I sorry, ice cream wise, but you, uh, <laughs> everything's ice cream. Yeah. You gave us, you, you gave us a bunch, and I'm not sure. I forget which ones you said were newer, which ones were older. But yeah, you did a flight for us. We had a bunch here today. Everyone had their favorites, and I feel like everyone's were kind of different. I really like the uh, the rose one, and huh. then and then the cookie milk one were my two favorites. Man, the broad the- ripple one. I'm saying the, I'm saying it wrong, but <laughs> so it was a Monon Trail mix. Monon Trail, the <laughs> yeah. broad ripple one, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so that one was a uh, pretzel ice cream and it had like a junk food trail mix. It was just like salty sweet potato chips, M and M's. So good. We did that. Um, I think the Speedway Townie was my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Lego one. <laughs> the canal bath. That was pretty good. Did you say canal bath? Uh, canal bath. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. So I want to. No, the sweet potato pie was fantastic. That was my favorite, awesome. I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I just want to keep making new ones, um, tweaking the old ones, um, uh, do some weird stuff. I want to make a pizza ice cream at some point just for the fun of it. Nice. <laughs> You uh, have to. If have, I say it here, it'll make me do it. You <laughs> have you to have people coming up to you, giving, the, putting in their two cents all the time. What's it, the worst suggestion you've ever gotten? Or Lego, one? That, no, it's, <laughs> it has to be Lego. <laughs> no, it's actually good because, like, 
uh, you know, a lot of times it's things that we've already considered, but sometimes mm. like someone will mention something and, and then maybe like you have something in the back of your brain and you connect it with a new idea and, and I'll like to do themes. So like, I don't know, like, uh, early on I was doing like a pumpkin ice cream and someone was like, you should do chai. I was like, yeah, of course you should do chai and pumpkin. So, so we, right now we're, we've been doing in the fall, like a chai spiced pumpkin ice Smart. cream with, a um, cream cheese frosting and graham cracker sort of thing going on. Um, Man, that sounds good. Um, but yeah, so I feel I, happy to hear ideas. I don't, I don't know. There, it's hard to make bad ice cream, yeah. but you know, some are special, more special than others. I sure. got an idea that's probably pretty special. How about you do, <laughs> how about you do uh, hush puppy <laughs> ice cream? Have you ever thought of that? Uh, well, so actually ironically, <laughs> We've done a cornbread ice cream. Oh man! Um, and it's so you could uh, similar to that. So it's a brown butter ice cream, which actually worked finally <laughs> after I failed at it many times. Nice. Uh, and then it's got cornbread, like a twice baked cornbread. Okay. So, uh, so you could just destroy the hush puppies and turn that into that. Mm. And then it's got uh, like layered with honey as well. So it's corn, oh, cornbread. Sweet. There we go. Uh, We're back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lost me at the cornbread and the hush puppy part. It, it, yeah, it it tastes better than like you have no idea what it's gonna taste like, right. but it it works, and yeah, it's, I like it a lot. So now, since you're um, the entire company, <laughs> uh, but like, is there? I is, have some help, but yeah. uh, but is there like a so? There's part of you that's the creative side that gets uh-huh. to actually come up with these ideas and yeah. actually make it, and then there's the the business owner uh, side where you you actually look at the analytics and yeah. see what's selling. Is there ever like a bummer that like? You came up with something, you really like it, and then you put it up against all your other and like, oh man, this like this isn't the 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 yeah big seller I thought it was going to be. Yeah, uh, you know, all of them since we're such small batch, we generally sell. You know, sell. It's not like we have one that just sits. And, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, some of them definitely sell better than others. Uh, but just trying to hit like sometimes it's probably just timing or yeah. or just like how the flavors presented like pro- like. So, like, the Monon Trail mix, I don't think, sold great. Mm. But I think it's because the name doesn't quite tell you what it is, even uh, though maybe it's a clever name. Salt at that. Yeah. Um, but it's because it's Salt like... Salt the broader it, bowl ice cream. And I think the problem was trail mix people associate, like, fruit and nuts and uh, stuff. Yeah. And it was just, like, the potato chips and stuff. So, it's like, sometimes yeah. it's just how you present something. Um, but, so, yeah, of course, if, some, if I make a bad flavor, please tell me and I will... Well, certain, will certain things are, <laughs> certain things are so seasonal with American consumers. Uh-huh. Like November first, nobody wants to eat a pumpkin. Goddamn anything, right. you know. Like it's it's, it's over or by December, I guess. Yeah, I'd it's, say by Christmas. Yeah, it's over. And I think a lot of things that are specifically nobody wants to eat peppermint after New Year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like certain certain things are just like yeah, so seasonal. It is yeah, that, and that's why you have to drop like the Christmas ones like. November 1st mm-hmm. because you only have build like up. 30, 60 days like to sell them and then people don't want them anymore. Yeah. I feel like the, the pumpkin runoff is it keeps getting pushed further and further back now where it's just like yeah. June 1st. <laughs> who's ready for the <laughs> yeah. pumpkin fall flavors? Yeah. It's still summertime. You got your political ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> people are running for office. My red and blue ice cream. <laughs> I do think Jenny's, Jenny's did make a, an ice cream for Joe Biden um, because he came to her ice cream shop and he asked for chocolate chip like ice cream and she doesn't make that. So she made like that as a special run run when he won. So that makes sense. Right. Like, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Who have you 
is there any other celebrities that you've got ice cream to? No, I this was I I told everyone I peaked when I made ice cream for my one of my favorite bands that I never met and like so it's all downhill from here. <laughs> no, uh, who knows, maybe there'll be something else, but that was a first and uh yeah, it was just a fun thing to do. Uh when I had my food truck, we cooked for uh Luke Bryant and his entire like roadie crew and I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I don't know who he is. He's 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 one of the biggest country stars. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but like I just knew he was a country musician. Yeah, it was, it was a Deer Creek, and we went and like and then after the fact, I found out like he was like yeah one of the. There are so many bands. Uh, like so so the the ice, the artist I made the ice cream for. I started listening to like during the pandemic, and I would actually just like stream the albums while I was like compiling like orders for the weekend, and and then like. I was just in a cave for the pandemic. And then I realized like she was like nominated for a Grammy. I was like, Oh, other people like this. And <laughs> like, I didn't even know, uh, not to be a total bummer, but, uh, yeah. could you kind of speak about your experience in owning a business and what, how do you guys had to pivot and yeah, and all that stuff for, for it, COVID? And- we were, I mean, so good and bad. We were thinking about opening an ice cream shop, like, uh, or signing a lease like February, 2020, Glad we did not do that because that would have destroyed us. Yeah. Um, fortunately, we we're very small. We were just running a kitchen share at the time, so um, well, you were already doing delivery. At the yeah, we were time. already doing some deliveries, and so we shut down for a minute just to see what was happening. Like we didn't, you know. Um, and then when we realized we could do it safely, like just no contact deliveries, you order online, we put it on your doorstep. Um, it actually worked pretty well, just because I mean, you know, not really any employees. My wife and I would deliver on the weekends. Um, I had to work like seven days a week, like for a year and a half, unfortunately, but <laughs> it was awesome to have the support people like, and be small enough where we didn't have to like keep a brick and mortar open. Yeah. So like, we we're really fortunate to be able to kind of grow in that time. Um, yeah. So, I mean, other than like working nonstop, it was, I, it was I, right. and I, I understand that that definitely gets old, but I, I, de- I love the idea of like. The local neighborhood ice cream man, like yeah. it, like gives me like like throwbacks, <laughs> yeah. like the old milkman, like coming around, yeah. like tipping his hat to you, and like ah, I left your you know, ice cream on the porch. Yeah, so it, it's really fun, and especially before then, like just getting to know like customers, like that would order regularly and stuff like that. I feel like we have ice cream friends, you know, um, mm-hmm. and we still do the people that come in. So so now we don't do deliveries, which it may come back at some point, but it's just uh, the the way you know ice cream melts. So <laughs> slow down, unless, space man. And, what are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> so unless we like do it, it with dry ice, and you want to pay for like a disposable mm. like styrofoam cooler, and you know all the waste that goes along with that, yeah. um, or DoorDash where it's on demand, but we don't have like a scoop shop where we have store hours every yeah. day. So so I, there will be probably something that comes back, but right now you can order for pickup at our kitchen downtown, uh, and then we've got a freezer at Wildwood Market that you can go and scan a QR code and just buy it. Like you're buying it online and just pull it out of the freezer. It's Um, so convenient. Like that's what I've been doing. And I already like Wildwood. I'm already going to be in there. And then I saw, uh, I was planning on making two stops (laughs) and then I saw the freezer and I was like, what? What?" And and that's kind of a workaround too, right? To like have the, the vending machine kind of style in there. Yeah. Cause there are weird laws. People probably don't understand why we haven't expanded more, but basically we're essentially categories that, categorized as a restaurant so we can't sell to other businesses um so basically the the vending machine allows us to sell direct to the consumer um and eventually we will be able to sell to other businesses but like 
we rent a kitchen with another uh, business, uh, so like that's one of the things that prevent us from being able to wholesale. There's just a lot. Of, there, done that. There's a lot of strange dairy laws that don't apply to um, like other businesses. Yeah. Um, so eventually, once we have enough cash, we'll have our own place and mm-hmm. we'll be able to wholesale if if we choose to go that route. I I really think you should partner with comedy clubs. I think comedy yeah. and and cream is is the <laughs> next wave because after you get done talking for an hour, you, you you're talking about partnering with celebrities. Uh-huh. Give you know, give it to uh, you know. Oh. oh, for the actual comedians, not for the, the audience members. No, not the. I mean, the audience members could buy it, but yeah. if you like, if you connect with some comedy clubs, you, yeah. you can I just think, bring ice cream with yeah. you. I think so. Do we? Is it? Is well, it, I'm trying to make him money. I'm not trying to screw. I think you're just trying to position guy. yourself to be an ice cream. Influencer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I do. Uh, like, could you imagine if you had a a, a dike cream? <laughs> Maybe we workshop that name around a couple times. <laughs> or fad cream. Dike cream is. I don't know. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, so, is the the comedy club? Is it? I feel like I'm going to say the wrong word, but is it crackers or checkers? What am I? What there's am I thinking a crackers of? comedy club. There's okay. a helium comedy club. Okay, is checkers a jazz? Play. Checkers, I think, is uh, the alternate name for rallies in certain yes. places. Well, I, know, I know that, but I thought that or, right. or Nixon's dog. So I'm glad it's crackers because we can make a crackers ice cream. <laughs> we can make a crackers ice cream. You can make a helium ice cream. Yeah. Just, just put balloon bits in his Shards of balloons. Yeah, that uh, will go over very well. It, uh, maybe you take a shot of helium and then you eat a scoop of ice cream yeah. and you say, yeah. Like, yeah, it makes your highs. Um, you scream. Yeah, and I, I don't know if we met. We talked about this off mic. I want to make sure that I do mention this on the actual podcast. But the reason that I think that your ice cream is the best and why it's my favorite uh, is that is it every single ice cream you make have chunks of stuff in it or just most? <laughs> yeah, I mean, usually it's like a trio of something. So there's usually like a gooey and a crunchy element. Um, is that? Yes, your question. Sorry, yeah. but chunks of something. It felt like you were qualifying that. this, like he was yeah. going to have this chunks compliment yanked away <laughs> if he didn't answer it, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, there may be a flavor that doesn't always have like a baked good. Okay. Um, but yeah. What, what I was getting at was the, the fact that like other times when I've had uh, ice creams for different places, they'll put a little bit of something on the top mm-hmm. and it's great and it kind of gets you going. You're like, oh man, this is great. And then you get a, a quarter of an inch down. And there, there's no more pieces of anything. And it's just like, wow, that was really good at the beginning. I wish it was throughout the entire ice cream. Right. And you layer yeah. all the goodness in with the ice cream. <laughs> well, I feel like that's a real, like, like that's a, I mean, that's a really it's, cool thing. Because I thought and assumed when you opened it, it just, that there would only be that layer on the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I, yeah. And no. I feel like when you dig down like it. Like half an inch or however, however far it is, you find more and you're like, oh, yes. It's, it's like a gold digging. It's, yeah, like it peaks that like that brain spike. <laughs> yeah. Like the endorphins start rushing again. <laughs> it, Smart. It is funny the first time someone realizes that because sometimes like we'll be doing an event and they'll be like, oh, I get the top. Well, yeah, it's actually later. Or or they're like, oh, it's too bad. It's just on the top. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, there's actually like four layers. So it's like top, mm. middle, middle, bottom. It's so um, smart. We were talking about we were talking about nachos, and I was like, "This is one of my biggest complaints about nachos is when everything's just on the top, yeah, and then you just get a a bowl yeah. of chips at the end." And then Zach was saying some crazy thing where he saw nachos made uh, vertically, so they laid them down like like uh, so they're all like facing up, mm-hmm. and then they poured all the cheese and stuff over that, and then topped it like that. So all the oh. cheese went in between every oh, one of the chips. Cool. How do you, how do you feel about? Uh, ice cream nachos. I feel like that would be fun. 
I've I feel like I've seen those on like where it's almost yeah. like um like a I feel like what the, what's the difference uh, between that and a Sunday? Oh yeah, Sunday is more or less a nacho it, construction. It, it of, is a of sauce. Ice yeah, yeah. I guess, but so the question is, okay, do you make like a sauce that looks like nacho cheese mm. that isn't? I, I was assuming, like, like as opposed to just like, like a basic uh, Sunday like, like on those little cinnamon crisps from so, Taco Bell. So you could, I mean, you could just make ice cream nachos like cinnamon, like like chips and like fudge and whatever. Yeah, but you could you could make ice cream nachos that look like nachos, yeah, but mm. taste like dessert. Uh, I, I'd say go for it. <laughs> you know what I'd also think you should do if you could recreate the Ziggy Piggy from Bill and Ted. You know, do you I, remember that? I, I remember the name, but yeah. I don't remember what was in it. I'm sorry. It was just like it <laughs> yeah. was just like they go and they just get like it's it's like a one of those food eating contests where it's just okay. like finish the whole thing. It's a giant thing of ice, but it's just like a ridiculous over the top like ice cream sundae. So okay, so we're gonna have like a contest, like the one you wanted. The I'm not gonna be participating. <laughs> as much as I love the ice cream, I never want ice cream to feel like a punishment. It should only be a reward. Yeah. Would Harder Brunch sponsor me as an eater? I mean, if we made a giant ice cream sundae and we all shared it, that'd be awesome. Like a big cream off. We could, well, <laughs> I feel like you should work on some of these titles today, man. I don't know if you're He's going hard on. I'm, I'm, I'm working on them. Guys don't like them. <laughs> Big Dyke's first annual cream off. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Uh, oh, I did want to do at some point. I do want to do just like an all dessert brunch. Uh-huh. I have to figure out a way. Yeah. where that's fun. Like, I feel like at a certain point, too much sweet, right? Too much sweet. Yeah, I don't I know how to balance that out. Think you need the right kind out. of guest. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's some guests that, that would it. only want sweet things. Yeah. You know, but I think I think the um, ice cream nachos might be a good. That'd be fun uh, thing to do. So we definitely, we definitely want to have you back. Uh, for sure. Can you drop a beat for me, sir? Wes, you have been amazing, amazing guest, and I'm fine. I'm I'm so excited that we finally got you here. It, I said that you were my great white whale that I've been trying to, <laughs> oh, dear, I've been trying to try to get you in I, from from get go. I'm glad I could finally come. Stop working seven days a week. Yeah. So you're a busy man. Uh, uh, you're you're slinging that ice cream all over town, and you're continuing to grow. Thank you for making me brunch. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Everyone. It was it was mainly just me. And Zach. <laughs> Sad. No, thank you. He had an well, oppor- he had an opportunity to help, and he did said he prefer not. Yeah, we could lie if we wanted to. <laughs> How about lie ice cream? <laughs> it's made out of lies. Lice cream. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Lice cream. Uh, where can people find you and follow you and keep up with all the ice cream? Yeah, so Instagram is the best way, at Circles Ice Cream. We've also got a website, circlesicecream.com, that you can order ice cream on. If you're a boomer. No, <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Generally. <laughs> I quit. The, it, anytime I talk about like websites, everybody's yeah. like, no one goes to websites anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Sorry. We don't have an app. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm telling you, Circles Ice Cream. If you haven't tried it, go out and get you some. Seriously, go to Fountain Square. Go to Wildwood. It's, it's, it's there. It's ready. It's waiting on you to come pick it up, take it home. Um, or you can go by the shop. What are the shop hours? So right now it's just Friday evening. You can pick up from four to six and Saturday morning at 11 to one. So kind of limited. But if you've got those times free, you can come by anytime during those hours. Look, in about three weeks, the weather is going to change. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nice outside. You go down there around five, five thirty. You pick up a pint of Circles ice cream. Then you take a nice little romantic stroll up and down uh, Mass Ave with your partner. And if you don't have one, 
then you find a partner with that ice cream that you have. <laughs> Lure people into your van with ice cream. Uh, I'm going to workshop that. That's not a good idea. Oh, my. Uh, Thaddeus J, where can people find you? At Thad McKee. That's at Thad McKee on Twitter and Instagram. Um, really, guys, if you're listening to this, you're like, man, like I want ice cream. Put it in your phone. Don't forget. And go to the store. He's a cool guy. Um, get his ice cream. Zach Rome. If you like this episode and want more, think about joining our Patreon. That's www.patreon.com backslash Harder Brunch. $3 a month for all of our After Brunch episodes. What? That's think about a steal. It. Think about it. You'd be a fool not to buy it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Dyke Michaels. You can follow me on all social media at Dyke Michaels. Also, you can check out our sister podcast, uh, The Drunk Dial, with uh, Thaddeus J. McKee and I talking to comedians with our friend Tana McDonald. And thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time.